on a podcast. Nice. It's just the season, you know, feeling merry. To be jolly. You know who isn't jolly? I'm going to... What? You're shaking the phone? I can't these, see. These Amazon reviews. <laughs> They're not jolly. These are a series of uh, movie reviews that have all received one out of five stars. <clears throat> oh, kill it. For the following reason. Toy Story. What, the Cost original? me my marriage. Yep. What? <laughs> Terrifying. The very thought of toys coming alive when you aren't watching gave me chills. Subsequently, I burned all my kids' toys, which apparently apparently makes me a bad father. Oh, yeah, you're And my a bad wife father. has left me and taken the kids away from me. Terrible movie. Ruined my life. Okay, that's that's on you, bro. Taken three. Terrible One movie. out of five. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to think he's just a bad parent. <laughs> <laughs> warranted, warranted. The Blair Witch Project, one out of five stars. There was no witch. I'm unsubscribing from Amazon Prime. (laughs) Okay, there's a series of those throughout this of like, Wolf of Wall Street, there is no wolf. Anyhow, 21, Home Alone 5. I think we discovered there's six on the other day. It's ridiculous. The Holiday Heist, one out of five. My son is not allowed to choose movies from one year after choosing this. (laughs) I've had enough of his movie choices. And uh, lastly, Free Willy 4. Can't See, believe they have four. Yeah, that's righteous. Escape that's from Pirate's Cove. Too many willies. One out of five stars. So many jokes there. At this point, we must assume Willy either loves captivity or his attention-seeking whore. <laughs> In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. G'day everybody, g'day MJK, how are you this festive season? I'm still trying to figure out what day it is, but I'm all (laughs) right. Yeah, we're we're actually filming here, filming, we're recording here on uh, Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Which is a Tuesday for us, so Merry mm-hmm. Christmas for yesterday. Uh, this is coming out today, so that's very exciting. And we're actually uh, just a little BTS here, just recording back-to-back apps, so you can expect a second app very soon. Ooh, Whoa. spooky. Two episodes Love relatively it. close together, like old school times. Yeah, and as promised, you might have noticed that we have a new logo. So shout out to Beck Mitchell, who drew that up for us from scratch, inspired by the Not Another Podcast, Not for, Another Teen Movie. For us, by us, FUBU. Film poster, yes. Uh, and it looks amazing. It's on all our socials. It hasn't updated on the, uh, the old Spotify's and things yet, but maybe with this app going up, it might reconfigure, That's what we're hoping will. for. <laughs> we're so fingers crossed. <laughs> if it doesn't work, we're, Jade's going to be very upset. I'm genuinely going to be very upset, and y'all going to know about she's it. She's going to find a stranger to punch. <laughs> you know what? Um, we're here in this episode... Looking back at the best and worst of 2023. So all things TV, movies, music, games, books, you name it, we'll discuss it. Time is but a concept, so I'm going to be very surprised by certain things that we talk about. Yeah, this is true. Well, I would be all like, was that even 2023? <laughs> yeah, that might be some of the confusion in some parts of the conversation. There's literally three things I was excited for this year. Yes. One was Scream 6. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I just want to get this out. Oh, okay. Spider-Man yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, the game. And the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. 
And we know we all know how that ended. Yeah, jeez. So the last time we released an app, I think it was November 14, so a good month and a half later, and looking at my What Have You Watched Lately recap list between the last um, podcast episode and this one, you can tell it's been a while and that it's also been holidays because it is fucking long. Yeah, mine's uh, kind of girthed as well. <laughs> rather gargantuan. Rather gargantuan size. Oh, uh, we were discussing that at Christmas yesterday. <laughs> We were, saying how long, we were saying how long our penises were. That's right. Me and my the aunties. Old, the, the old, old yep. thumb to index finger pointing a gun. That's how big it is. And my auntie's like, geez, we're, we're not doing too well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, we'll, uh, we can split this list into two for these two apps. That's, but, um, that's funny. That's the conversation you guys were having and you were still embarrassed by your mother. Oh, so. God. Don't even get me started <laughs> on my mother's escapades yesterday. Um, but we do need to do a rock, paper, scissors. Respect to see Sandra. who goes first. Winner goes first. Here we go. Oh, yeah. The first one of December. Uh, <laughs> rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Snip, snip. Jade's classic scissoring has defeated my paper. You and I actually watched this together. Gen V. Season yep. one on Amazon Prime, the little spin-off from The Boys, which is a comic book that you have read and loved. Um, but this takes not us only to, read it, oh. I loved. Oh, you said, and that. you own it as well. Yeah, yeah. Have it on the premises. It's a little bit different in the sense that it's still um, soups with powers, but they are a younger generation, if you will, and they're all based within a superhero type college, if you will. God, you. So they're all there with aspirations to, you know have a career in with their superpowers, whether it be, you know, acting or actual superheroing, talk shows, wild shit. And they want to be part of the seven. Yeah, well, that's the goal. And, you know, they've got a ranking system, which they are huge into in the first few episodes. And then that's just abandoned because, you know, other stuff happens. <laughs> a lot of other stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But I think I can speak for the both of us by saying we really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. It was eight or oh, ten eps, eight. I want to say eight. Yeah, eight episodes. not too great these days. Very accessible and already renewed for a season two and tied closely to the boys' universe as it's within it. And we see uh, Butch. Is it Butch? Billy, Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher. We see him at the end as well as a little tie-in. So that was cool. I love that. Um, and didn't we see Jensen Eccles ooh, as Soldier Jensen Boy in like the dream sequence? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. He so makes he, a cameo as well. Yeah, you're right. He was a huge part of season three. So, yeah. It was cool that reminds us how tied these two shows are together. Mm. So, that's my good. Favorite character was that chick who could uh, <gasps> go small. Shrink herself. Yeah. So, remember us uh, just getting our Uber Eats for our Wednesday ritual, loading up <laughs> episode one, getting into the second or third mouthful of our food, and having to witness a couple of uh, interesting scenes at the same time we're trying to consume food, which was. Interesting. There's a lot of phallic <laughs> symbolism as well as actual penises floating around in both of that and the boys. Yeah. And yeah, we, we failed because on a few occasions we, we decided we, to have dinner. We decided well, to eat it? during the show, which was a bit silly. Silly, silly people. Um, and this show may or may not come up again a little bit later. Um, I watched a movie from 2017 directed by, oh, I think it was yeah Guy Ritchie, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. So it's more of a fantastical version of... The classic legend of the guy pulling the sword out of the stone and becoming a, a hero Hunnam and a legend. And the handsome guy. What's his name? Jude Law. 
Yes. Yep. Yep. They are our leads. Um, and Scusi had recommended it to me that he thought it was quite an interesting take on it. It doesn't honour the story in every sense um, of the original, but it does its own things for its own reasons. <laughs> so it's and a Guy Ritchie reimagining yes. guys with Cockney accents. But yeah, it has got his like box cutters and instead of knives. Yeah. Oh, sorry, swords. Yeah. And, yeah. Kind of. It's got his witty banter and dialogue in there amongst characters and some of the pace and the quick editing where you can recognise it as a um, as a Guy Ritchie film. I really need to watch it because when it came out, people yeah. were just shitting all over it, yeah. but it's probably because it was, you know, trying something different. It was an OG. But, like, any of his movies that get a bad rap, I'm always, like, on top of. You're like, like, Man from Uncle, love yeah. it. Yeah. Gentlemen, uh, you know, 50-50 mostly with people that enjoyed it because they were like, oh, yeah. Where's all the, the Cockney blokes? And all this. So I'm like, Guy Ritchie can make a movie without Cockney blokes. All right, chill out. He sure can. And this is one of them. And The Covenant is another <laughs> this one. This is one of them. Damn right. The Covenant does not feel like a Guy Ritchie film, except for maybe like two or three very, very minor instances within within the um, movie. So, yeah. Um, that's another film of his that I've watched twice. Um Orphan Black Echoes, season one, the spin-off of Orphan Black. You oh can find God. this on Stan. Eight episodes, I think, featuring, um, you know. Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter, who we know from. Breaking Bad, Jessica Jones. Nice. Gilmore Girls. The Marvel's Jessica, she is Jessica Jones. Um, and yeah, she she plays the lead within this spin-off and it's very different to the to the OG show as it should be we don't want a recycled show we want some new ideas yeah we want echoes we right? want wink. echoes get yeah. it wink <laughs> um and then the whole time I'm like okay now I just, this is just making me want to watch the OG series which was finished up in I think 2017 and I, I mentioned it to you I'm like I really want to watch it and I want to watch it with you you're like all right. And I'm like, oh my God, he said yes. This like, is exciting. Legit, you should have seen the smile on her <laughs> face, people. I was just like, wow, dang, this, this young lady really likes this show. Yeah, and, and in then turn. I was, yeah, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. I was yeah. just genuinely shocked that you only have seen it once because, uh, you know, you're a whore for it and you've got like them on Blu-ray and all I that shit. I think I did rewatch them with um, a friend, Amy. We well, said don't you know, started I don't think it. we finished, yeah. so... Because that was just a time thing. But because we live together, it makes that a little bit easier. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed Echoes for what it was. Hello, Ava. You're making your first podcast appearance, mate. Well done, Ava. Well done, Ava. Ava says hi. I watched a film called Nyad with Annette Benning and Jodie Foster. It's based on a very true story of a woman in her 60s. And I'm going to forget the location. Who? Um, just say the ocean. Who? Yep, that's the the information I'm forgetting. But she's swimming to Florida, and it's like hours and hours and hours of swimming. I forget the mileage, um, and it's never been done before. She tried to do it in her twenties and failed, and then for some reason, her sixty goes. It's a an unfilled profit of mine. I need to see this through. Why did she fail in her twenties? You just get. Oh, did she get distracted different. by boys? There's all sorts of things like animals and weather and health that just get in the way, like stingray, like all sorts of lions things. and tigers Jellyfish, and bears yeah, and shit. That's right. right. Um, and so yeah, it's a very true story, and the performances very are true story. a very true story, opposed to a not very true. I don't story. know what that means. Um, and the performances were amazing. I think they're both nominated for the Golden Globes. So uh, that's on January seventh, and you can you bet I'll be uh, recapping that for everyone. What are you doing, you little? I finally finished The Office, so The Office, so season nine on Stan, I was accessing that. I'd never seen it before, finally saw it through, was falling away a little bit for me there. 
um, with Steve Carell leaving. But then by the time I got to that last ep, it felt very nostalgic and emotional. And you're going, oh, I'm glad I saw this through. And I did really enjoy this. I watched the after party. This is with you. After party season one, which was like a murder mystery drama comedy of all sorts that each ep is from a different character's point of view. Very much the a whodunit, POV. if you will. Yes. Um, it was okay. We Tiffany Haddish kept, uh, kept you giggling at yeah. least and was definitely my favorite part of definite the show. Definitely highlight. Uh, yeah, um, do you know what though? Just this is why I hate committing to new things. See, yeah. there is a season two, yeah. and I know it's it after that. But that's right. Have to watch it. Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, it's there. It's on mm-hmm. Apple. We can access it. Yeah. We'll get to it. We have got other things. Uh, we're doing first, but uh, I watched Napoleon, which was released this year. I saw it in the cinema. It's obviously about the um has some of my most favorite promotional material ever. <laughs> Those movie posters with yeah. him just sitting Joaquin all Phoenix. like yeah. yes, and Vanessa Kirby. Uh, very cool. Where is it? It's Ridley Scott as well. So very very cool. And it split the internet. It split oh, the internet. Where's Another more one. historic accuracies. It's not that good. And I feel other like people every like, film split. This movie's dope. Yeah. Well done, Ridley's done it again. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who watched it was English. <laughs> yeah, damn right they were. And I feel like a lot of films this year were very divided in their in the way they were received. So it's just, just another one that people were dissing on, also loving. I enjoyed it for like it's a great big screen cinema experience popcorn eating movie um, with the battle scenes and costumes and props and the cinematography and all of those things. So I could enjoy it from that aspect and the performances were great, but people a little bit peeved by some historical inaccuracies or the way that uh, Napoleon is sort of perceived or depicted as a little bit of a buffoon. (laughs) No, not gay at all. Just a buffoon, but apparently that's what he was like. It was like having literal tantrums. Looked, seemed like a child a lot of times. Seriously, anybody in those positions of power, they like historically famously do crack a bit of a tanty or if they don't get their own way they will just you know they'll react yeah either with violence or heavy emotions or that kind of stuff and tell me that's not whatever but yeah it was just very interesting in that that's what actually made it entertaining for me personally because you were watching him being a little yeah child (laughs) um so yeah maybe that comes off again later but that was a decent watch. You and I watch Orphan Black Season 1. I'll let you talk about that. I watch Past Lives, which is a film that is less divided amongst critics. Everyone's loving this Korean film that's up for Golden Globes and Critics' Choice and all sorts of things. Probably the Oscar too when oh, those nods come out. dull-looking film. Yeah. Yep. Um, it'd be on a, it wouldn't even be on an honourable mention for me personally. Just not didn't get much out of it. Um, but had to see what the hype was about and see whether I wanted to do it with the year 12s. I don't. Moving on. I watched Everest from 2017 with Jake Gyllenhaal. I bought it on 4K for like seven bucks with the Black Friday sales. Um, that's a good 4K watch. It's very pretty and there's some intense sound effects and you action say within it. with Jake Gyllenhaal, but that would literally be where he is in the credits. Yeah. Because it'll like, be entire and, cast. And Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. yeah. And- He's in it enough and very small role by Vanessa Kirby and... What's his name? Jason Clark, the Australian, and Sam Worthington, the and Australian. a bunch of other Australian, New Zealand actors. And one of the most beautiful women in the world, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley as well, yes. Um, it was good for it was. Uh, excuse me, was snoring <laughs> off of it despite the loud, the loud sounds. I've given him a lot of grief for this recently. Um, 
it is what it is. It's probably not one I need to rewatch though. Yeah. Um, I finished season Seemed four. Like a bummer, to be honest with you. Yes, yeah, the ending was for mm. sure. Uh, I finished season four of the Kardashians on Disney Plus. Oh my god! I've played Modern Warfare Three remastered on PS Five for the first time in ten years. Loved it. I watched May December with Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. It's coming on to Netflix in Australia in January, um, but was in the US on the first of December. I had to DL it with my VPN because. I couldn't otherwise access it and I wanted to suss the hype. It was weird. The performances were great. Not going to watch it again. That I'm probably sorry, sums it what up. Was that? I just May, got a, December. Okay. I got a message from my work saying, oh. apologizing that, that, that we didn't get our Christmas presents on time. Damn straight. Yeah, pretty cool. Outrageous. I also saw Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which was released this year. It was another book by Suzanne Collins that is a prequel to the Hunger Games books oh, wait, and movies. So this is from her literature. This isn't just yeah. a cash grab. No, oh, this no, is her no, literature. Um, and it's got. Because uh, it's. Know, it's People way are... <laughs> before the events of like well, the Hunger Games movies, right? It's the 10th right? Hunger Games. I think when we get right. to it in the movies, There's it's like... at least 40 or something. Yeah, yeah, a lot. A few decades later. So this was good. It's very long. That's Maybe it's only negative. As Just kept Like going. a lot of things. It's half an hour too longer than it needed to be. Like that show you watch where the guy's fucking the, the dirt. Ugh, salt burn. Yeah, we'll get to that. Maybe next week. Awful Black Season 2. A good person featuring... featuring sorry. Florence Pugh, written and directed by Zach Braff of Scrubs fame. They were dating at the time. Fun fact. Spice Girls, How Girl Power Changed the World, three-part doco series on Stan. A little bit of nostalgia after watching the Beckham doco to see more Spice Girls behind-the-scenes stuff. Loved it. Season one of One Night, which was an Australian show on Amazon Prime with Jodie Whittaker. And I finished The Walking Dead, New Frontier, which was season three on the PS5. Over to you now because I need to save the rest for another time. That's wow. me in wow. a nutshell. What a list. Yeah. How about to... it, folks? Uh, round what of applause, everyone. Yeah. I, I By only, everyone, it was I just me. I only got two hands, so. <laughs> One's holding a mic, the other's holding <clears throat> your phone for your your list. Well, as we're talking about, it is Boxing Day. So it is. on Christmas Eve when I was doing the family thing, watched Home Alone. Oh, pretty. that together. Yes. Cute. Yes. And uh, the nephews. my nephew was very impressed that I knew all the words <laughs> to the film. And I realized Brandon one of my Rice. favorite moments in that movie, I had completely just... Forgotten about. Is, uh, Which was when they finally are getting out the house and Kevin's in the treehouse uh. and they're, they're looking out the window. They're like, where'd he go? And Marv goes, maybe he killed himself. <laughs> and I fucking <laughs> lost okay, it. I can see and my sister was... <laughs> My sister was upset because she was like, we don't know that yeah, kind of exactly. stuff. And people here. Yeah, my nephew was like, what did he say? And she made something up. And I was, I was like, yes, that lie is why I'm laughing. That's exactly <laughs> why I'm laughing so much. Oh, anyway, but that movie's always great. I enjoyed the shit out of that. I uh, watched an Australian film, Adelaide film, Talk to Me. Ah, oh, okay. I'm hearing a lot about this. Matt's telling me I need to watch it. Uh, really good. Mm. Uh, fantastic. I just it may come up again later. It is so good just because you're hearing the way they talk and you're like, yep, that's us. This is how, you know, we would talk to each other if we were kids or. Australians. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And it was, I was just like, yeah, I got 
so much satisfaction just out of that. And oh, by the way, it's also a really original, fantastic, great, well Horror done film, right? movie. Yeah, yes. right. So that was a lot of fun. It's getting a lot of uh, rave reviews. Well done to the fellows with the Greek last name. I forget who they are, but yeah, the brothers, they, I think wrote it together and directed it together and there's they've got another writing partner but they got famous f- from youtube doing yeah, stunts right. yeah. and stuff so crazy well done to them finally saw a movie called old boy aha i walked past your room when you were watching that cole ringing classic loved the shit out of it epic disgusting twist don't know how to describe it other than I guess, psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, Netflix were promoting, I don't know if it's Netflix Australia or just Netflix in general. Yep. They're all like, oh, if you want to have um, watch a great Christmas movie, Old Boy is now on Netflix. And I was just <laughs> okay. like, I was just like, damn, you don't be promoting that shit like that. Damn, Netflix. Wow. But, you know, well done. Very interesting. Um, moving on, I uh, watched... Season seven of Rick and Morty, so that released episodically each week. So that's all tied up now. Season seven is yeah. done. I watched Bookie. Uh, what's his name? Hugh Laurie. Oh yeah. Is it the guy that done Two and a Half Men? No. No. Chuck Laurie. Chuck. Yes, Chuck Law. Yeah. Laurie. Anyway, it's a Big Bang Theory and all that. Yes. Thing. So that he it's eight episodes about a bookie in Los Angeles. How he's navigating the world scene people don't really deal in cash and they're legalizing certain types of gambling right in los angeles so this guy's trying to adapt wasn't terrible it's got the comedian sebastian maniscalco in it as the lead but a lot of the humor didn't really hit for me i was like oh you chuck really needs a laugh track for his shit to be funny i guess yeah finally finished oz season five season six oh damn how many of those are there in total Oz, how many seasons? So finally finished Oz, season oh, no. five and no, season finished six. Oz, season five and season six. Yeah, yeah. Not finished Oz. Finally finished Oz. Yeah. So season five and season six oh, last is, ones. is what helped me do that. And yeah, I'm kind of glad to have that out of my life because there's just way too much like prison rape and murder yeah. and all that kind of stuff in that show. Very Drag. well, Very well written. Lots of characters coming in and out constantly because, uh, you know, it's the prison system. But, yeah, don't ever need to watch that shit again, to be honest with you. (laughs) I watched Tacoma FD by a couple of the Broken Lizard guys, season one and season two on Binge. So they're the dudes that did, like, um, Super Troopers. So it's just a little silly comedy show. And it's it's about a fire department and how they're living in life. Orphan Black, Jade. Whoa. How much are we talking about? How many seasons Season are we talking about? Season one and two. All right. So. Our girl. Your girl, Tatiana Maslany, who is now also my girl, yep. Tatiana Maslany. Talking about my girl. My, my girl. girl. Love that I'm genuinely infatuated with this show. <laughs> and Mate. I'm constantly shocked that when, she, you know, so for those out there, Tatiana Maslany, she's her character's cloned and she plays every version. She plays of the 22 clone. different characters. And sometimes they're in the same room talking and interacting <laughs> with each That's other. That's the best part. And sometimes she's in disguise as versions of her <laughs> so herself. Funny. So it'll be like someone like this was the great one. MK was dressed up 
as Sarah, but in a Rachel outfit. Yes. I was, yeah. So it's, MK was pretending to be Sarah in Rachel's outfit. Yes. Because we know that Ferdinand knew that Sarah yes. was pretending to, to be, be Rachel. Rachel. So. <laughs> so you've got to play that. As an actress in three in three ways, which is insane. So MK is like trying to do a British accent, go, oh, piss off, you know, like, well, we're in the Rachel wig. Anyway. Oh, God. It's a Canadian show. It was 2013, 2017, five seasons total, 10 episodes each. If you want to watch it, it's there on stand, and I could not recommend it more than any other show, really. Um, the classic sort of sci-fi drama, just with brilliant performances by this one woman. Surrounded and, by uh, other great cast as well. And then, you know, what keeps me going for it as well is there's a lot of humorous moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Helena or Felix or Even, whoever it might be. You know, Donnie interacting with certain Donnie. people. Allison's actually low-key, one yeah, of my yeah, favourites. Yeah. Just with, yeah. It's just kind just of unexpected because <laughs> first time you saw her, you're like, oh, soccer oh, Yeah, mom. I wanted, to, I wanted yeah. her to get hit <laughs> by a I'm car like, or something. Just you wait, man. But yeah, like, just she's got her own little world going on, like her low stakes... Yeah. life Every but then life. she it's more relatable. she makes it so much worse by like i don't know murdering someone yeah. or becoming a drug dealer <laughs> having to go to rehab and all those things but yeah love love that love that for us that we've you know watching it and enjoying the shit out of it uh finished warrior so they've had three seasons don't know if we'll be coming back okay finally finished black monday don Cheadle, oh, yeah. regina hall, regina hall. Season two and season three, I finished up. First season was lots of fun, etc. Funny, yeah. original. The eighties vibe kept you coming back, but then the next two seasons, it was just like, here's how we're gonna make a Bill Cosby joke before you know it's thirty years before it came out, all the horrible shit he'd done. But haha, get it? Wink, wink. And then it's just like, oh yeah, now here's this huge elaborate thing we're trying to accomplish. Now here's another joke about somebody who turned out to be a piece of shit, but whatever. Okay. And that just felt like the vibe for the next, the last oh, two seasons. I was God. like, wow, what's going on here? <laughs> and like you said, we watched Gen V. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on here. You do you, boo. Mm. Spider Man Two. You didn't talk about that. Did we talk about that last? That's because I've already covered that last season because i've replayed it there it was one go. of our feature episodes there you go <laughs> all right nah i'm good <laughs> i'm sick of my own voice right now well yeah me too really um so you know jesus t- that was so <laughs> aggressive <laughs> aggressive is my middle name it's not really but you know what else is my middle name friends trivia So it's now time for our new segment, Jade and Janice's Day of Fun. <laughs> We're leaning out of the Marvel trivia. We're going to Friends trivia. So I'm I'm the man behind the, the, the ones and O's. I'm the one who's asking the questions. So Jade, time on the clock, 60 seconds. Answer as many questions as you can, as accurately as you can. Timer starts at the end of the first question. Ooh, fingers crossed. Question one. How much does Emma win for being the grand supreme little darling at a baby pageant? Jeez, glad the time is starting now. <laughs> uh, like a grand? What are the names of the stars of the birthday video that terrifies oh, Chandler, Monica, and Rachel? Oh, God knows. Now, nah. 
pass. Which two friends hook up for the first time in the one that I could... Ha- oh, sorry, the one that could have been. Uh, they hook up for the first time. Monica and Chandler. Okay, why do Monica and Rachel think that their building's <laughs> new tenant, Danny, is a yeti? <laughs> he's been away for a long time, but he's also got, like, a massive beard. What does Mark bring to Rachel's apartment after her fight with Ross at the office? Some sort of takeout food, probably Chinese food. What word does Rachel misspell on her CV? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what does Phoebe call Thanksgiving? Oh, I want to hear the answer to this, actually. What, what does she, she call Thanksgiving? It's really long-winded, like day of death and destruction or something really negative like that <laughs> you have to remind me that's good all right i gotta work on my reading and talking out loud okay oh, love so this. how love much it. does emma win for being a grand mm-hmm. supreme little darling at the baby pageant so i said 1k correct because it's like not enough and it's kind of a lot of money but not worth it what are the names of the stars oh. at the birth what what are they Candy and Cookie. <laughs> oh, God, it's like porn names or stripper names. It really names. is. Which two friends hook up for the first time in the one that could have been? The flashback episode. Yeah. I said Monica and Chandler. And then you would be correct. Yeah, yeah, it says for the first time as well, not the only time, so that helps. Why do Monica and Rachel think that their building's new tenant, Danny, is a yate? And you said something along the lines of... He'd been away for a long time and he has a huge beard. All right. The official answer is he just returned from a four-month uh-huh. trek in the Andes right. and has a large, bushy beard. I'm going to pay it. <laughs> Jade's got three out of four. All right. Ooh. What does Mark bring to Rachel's apartment after her fight with Ross at the office? You Chinese said, food. And you'd be correct. Yeah, it's got those white containers that they always have in American movies. They're super cool, shows. man. If I go to a Chinese joint and my I'm food like, gets served that. in that, I'm like, I'm legit right Hollywood. now. No, you're legit is what I say. Yeah. What word does Rachel misspell on her CV? Yeah, I forgot that. Something really basic and silly. So she misspells computer. <laughs> she spells it comp hooper. Oh, no. Computer. Love say. a good typo. All right, and last question was: What does Phoebe one? call Thanksgiving? Needless turkey. <laughs> Needless turkey murder day. Okay, see, I said something about death and destruction, which is murder, but yeah. No, oh, it. Phoebe, not supporting it. it. Doesn't surprise me. All right, those questions need to be a little bit shorter, and I need to work on my reading and talking at the That's same time. What I time. get four or something. You were the one supposed to count. That's the deal. I'm not used to this side of it. I just, I give you the satisfaction of being yeah. all like, correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. We'll go with four out of And ladies seven. and gentlemen, that was our first and not last installment of Jade and Janice's Day of Fun. Well, it's that time of year. I am not prepared. I'm <laughs> terrified. It's our Spotify wrap. What's it called? I don't know. But Spotify wrap-up, whatever uh, it is. I was going to bring up Bullet Train, but that was a 2022. <laughs> so now I'm just panicking because I can't think. We well, could go on to our podcast Instagram and see what our features were and say what the best of those were. 
Gen V. Uh, <laughs> we Gen haven't even v. got that as a feature. Because we've only just brought it up now. Just looking at my toenails. I need to cut them. Anyway, I swear we talked about Gen V. Yeah, just then. <laughs> no, but like, you know, I've sort of, maybe no, I just saw recorded, the, maybe I saw the poster we somewhere We recorded else. the end of season 10 and then finished watching it. I think we had started, but not finished. And we just can't finish. But anyway, the thing I hate about like the Spotify wrap it up and all that stuff, it's like in no, excuse me. November, you've still got another month of listening or watching to go. So we've tried to leave this as late as possible. 26th of December is pretty, pretty tight. Uh, you, you trying to really trying to convince the listener that this, this is why we're doing it now. Not yeah. Cause oh, okay. hundred percent. Right. I didn't want to do it too early, which we've done previously, but this is the right time to go. What has been some highlights of 2023 as all the categories I mentioned earlier. Ava, chill fuck out. Ava. Just find a seat. Chilling. Walking around the house like she on the place. Like it's not Flora's lava like Maggie. Um, so I might just throw out, just start with a book or two because I know you might not have a book to offer in return. So. Oh, might not have. <laughs> Miss Passive Aggressive. Might not have as in you don't have one. Because uh, I was looking for Ready Player One the other day and I reckon you have it. That's I reckon I gave it to you. Probably true. I'm like, I need to put that next to Ready Player Two, and you have my Fight Club as well, I think. So yeah. Anyway, yep. probably books. I was re- reconfiguring my bookshelf the other day, but two of my faves from this year, and I read 16 books total in 2023, and my favourite would have to be Midnight Library by Matt Haig, which is up there on the top shelf, and oh. I don't know. I just really loved it. It was a fiction story. I think he's... Actually, I don't know if he's Australian or not. I'll I'll take that back. Another book I read this year was. You know what? Um, Just from the title, I know exactly what happened. Oh, here you go. This is a good idea. What is the Midnight Library about, MJK? So, there's a curse on the library. (laughs) And at midnight, all these spirits of past librarians come out and go, shh. (laughs) <laughs> and that's it that's there's it. nothing the else end. to it there's no, nothing sinister it's a short short book they're right all there. like oh we go to the curse it's like they're really not hurting anybody and also no one goes to the library anymore so it's an attraction so yeah. like we can make bank off this and then there's this creepy fucking sleazy businessman who you think's gonna like ruin everybody's lives or whatever yeah, but yeah. instead he's just like trying to share the wealth because one of the past librarians was his, was his grandma and he was just like, <laughs> he was happy to see her. So he, it's like, oh, wow, I thought this guy was going to be a creep. But he's like, nah, just show, show, show the world. <laughs> this is reminding me of when we played Boulder Dash oh, yeah. for a couple of segments <laughs> a couple of seasons ago. Like, you're just spitballing right here. But essentially, Midnight Library, the library is essentially a purgatory. It's the halfway place between life and death. And the main character has seemingly passed or is passing is and is in the library. Is this not literally what I just said? Yeah, Except there's so no similar. monetization. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So true. But essentially the library has one librarian in it. It's actually one of her old teachers. And it allows her to pick any book off the shelf, any life regrets, anything she wants to revisit and change any decision she made to see what the outcome could be. And it takes her on for so many different journeys of what her life could have been if she had made made one different decision at very pivotal times in her life and basically long story short no matter what you pick life kind of ends up 
in the same place, if you will. And so it was a lot, a story about life lessons, regrets, opportunities, etc. Um, it's just really well written and speaks to you, especially as someone in the late 30s who has lots of life experience. You can relate to it a little bit more like, yeah, what would have happened if I had said yes, yes to this or no to that? So this book came out this year? Yeah. Yeah. And why haven't you spoken about it on the pod before? I, I would have. I don't believe you. I, I, I would have remembered. I would have remembered that killer story. I don't story know if like. I would have said what it was about. I would have just said, "I read this by this person." Moving on. Um, and the other one I'll mention is "Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow" by Gabrielle Zevin, which was it's also on the top shelf there. And it's about two friends who end up being becoming game developers and starting a business together. Again, totally fictional, but felt very real in a lot of ways. Um, about their relationship together over many decades and how they go about making games. And it's got a few twists and turns, that's for sure. And I just found it really, really cool. So they're my two books. Of the 16 I read, I enjoyed them the most. And they were both new releases as well. So shout out to Matt and Gabrielle. Should we do games? Because I feel like we know what's going to be our game. Yeah. games of the year. For us, it's yeah. not Baldur's Gate 3. Sorry, Which, not sorry. I, from what I've seen, I, good for you, whoever <laughs> looks like they would enjoy that. <laughs> I think for both of us, it's uh, probably Spider-Man 2. Pretty sure that's the only Brand new, new game. game that was released this year that I played. Yep, fair so enough. So there's been a couple of other games that I played. Yeah, but there have the been revisits. Time. No, no, no. Oh, like, okay. Like Guardians. Yeah, true. Yep. Did I play What's the Thing? This is why I'm saying time is... Like a contract. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if I, I played. You it played year. Last of Us this year, didn't I you? Think yeah. I did. Yeah. Last of Us parts one, part two. Um, maybe some DLCs, but so yeah, I guess that is the only game that was brand new this year. I'm not gonna lie, played it twice. It was good. Yeah. Uh, this is why we're shouting it out because the gameplay's great, the graphics oh, are great. Man, like when you get to be Venom, and when he bites that dude's head off, uh-huh. I was literally like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> boy. I was I was living. It was cool, and because we'd played the first one before, we've kind of used to playing as Spider Man, even as Miles Morales, which was a previous spin off. So it's cool to have a little bit of to have different abilities and different strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, and being able to web glide. That was and new and water ski. Water glide. Yeah, you you know you just bigger New York, bigger map, bigger New York City. Yeah, more we of get the East Coast, Astoria and Brooklyn and. Queens. And then we do have our two Spider-Men working together. It's not co-op, unfortunately, but you are uh, moving back and forth between the two characters, which was cool. We said one negative was maybe too many boss fights. How did you feel about the boss fights second time around? Uh, being there, like I learnt from the... I'm like, oh, here's some... Like, for example, when you're going up against Scream or Venom or whatever, yeah. you can hit the chimes and yeah. that, like, discombobulates them for a while and same with like lizard you can get like steam traps and stuff so once i realized i was like oh these are all the little shortcuts that i can do so i can end this really boring part of the game sooner it wasn't as bad but still i was just like this is unnecessary yeah even like the ones with yuri you're like why are you so op right now bitch yes you're you're just a lady with a a hook on a chain yeah like, we're pretty equal, I would think. We shouldn't be getting Well, he's got superpowers. Yeah. She's just, a, like I said, a, bird, like, a, a broad in her mid to late 40s with a hook on a chain. Damn. Yeah. yeah she, fair enough. She, no, she didn't have any fucking 
killer moves in the first game. She was just so. If they're a bit them. of a drag, what what makes it so good for you then? I'm just a whore for web slinging. <laughs> I yeah, like yeah. I like this I like the story the way that you traverse and the, map. the like for example with the first thing where you're going up against Sandman I was just like wow they've really put a lot of effort into this this is great then there was the familiarity uh-huh. stuff I was better at with the game because I've said this many times before I'm not very good at games but seeing I was familiar with it I was not terrible at it and I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, I just really enjoy what they put out. Even even the MJ parts, you know, where you're doing yeah. kind of like some, yeah. you know, sneaking around. She's a little bit more powerful and, this time. The, instead of, you know, being like Spider-Man where you're, you're like, here I'm loud and throwing web-slinging objects at people and, you know, you know, sticking people to walls. Instead, it's just like, I need to be super quiet and get around all these motherfuckers. Mm. You know, and it just adds a little yeah. something different. It's good. Uh, for me, I did have Spider-Man 2 written down as well, but I also had a bunch of... I had. I really enjoyed playing Dead Island 2 with Roy, mostly because it's one of those few that actually has a co-op option. It's zombies. Did it come out this year? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well yeah. Done, Dead so that was, that was fun to play with someone else. I also had the DLC for Horizon. I had the DLC for cyberpunk there was a dlc for god of war so and i was playing other things that like modern warfare or the walking dead which are not 2023 releases so i won't bring them up never finished diablo 4 because i'm playing that with other people so i do need to get back to that i was enjoying it for what it was but i think of all those dlcs oh oh, god of war i would not be on there that was free and came out of nowhere so cool but very repetitive like literally running in circles so i didn't love that unfortunately i think i have to go with cyberpunk's uh dlc phantom liberty i think it was called um because it just put me back in the world of cyberpunk it's so it's one of the most unique games i've played and very very cool so that was probably my favorite dlc for this year um and spider-man my favorite 2023 game to have played um so yeah let's go to uh to movies, if you will. Do you want me to just say what I've got on my list and then you go there from there? Let me just say one thing. Scream. Two things. <laughs> yeah. S- okay, you go. Scream 6 and the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah. movies are the only two things that I can confidently say came out this year. There you go. Transformers I've Beast f- or whatever forgot. And we just were talking about this before we started recording. I did very much enjoy most of that movie, but it had nothing to do with the fact that there were Transformers in it. It was everything I else. Liked, <laughs> I liked the 90s vibe, 90s New York vibe, you know, the the young Latin dude who was the lead. Like, all of that was yeah. great. And then it just so happened to be Transformers with big right. explosions and action and stuff. They so. come secondary to everything else. I've actually yeah. bought that today. I'm going to watch it, the Savo. So, keen for that. But, yeah, I see what you mean. It's quite interesting. Um, there is a movie, though that both of us really enjoyed and watched together and I hope that maybe is on your list, that you might put onto your list. Let's hear it. Bottoms. Oh, yeah. See, again, I forgot that that came out this year. <laughs> oh, it sure did. Even it's though... currently in the cinemas here in Australia, I think with only a few sessions a day, maybe only a couple, because it is a more... Select cinemas, select times. It's not an independent film, but how would you describe it? It's not overly marketed. It's so just what kind of not, small it's film? not a big budget film. It's a small film, literally, in terms of budget. 
um, maybe cast, those sorts of things. But we love the nostalgia of it feeling like that era of She's All That, 10 Things I Hate About You, those sorts of movies that we feel they don't really do anymore or if they do, they're not done well. Um, I guess they still kind of exist, but they're more romance-based than comedy-based yeah, well, and this These one's days. turned all the way up. This yeah, is like this is turned up super, to yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a, a little bit woke, maybe, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, it's like, kind of, but it, it's like the focus is the, the these these gay gals trying to get, you know, bitches. Get the girls that they've got their crushes yeah. on, yeah. So it's, but they create a fight club to do it, yeah. and comedy ensues, it's and like, we just had fun with it. A lot of it's PC, but a lot of it's also not PC. Yeah, so, yeah true. It's, like, it's, it's fine. That's true. And it's like 90 minutes and the, one of the main chicks is the writer, like all cool little things like that. We just enjoyed it. Every minute of it, had our laughs, could could um, respect it for what it was doing and what it was acknowledging. Um, and it's sort of Easter eggs to other things like Fight Club. So, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, I loved Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yawn. <laughs> uh, drag, as the kids would say. Um, you haven't seen it, so you can't really well, say. The only reason I would see it is to look that, at well, yeah, yeah. a tight shirt or whatever. So, load it up. I'm going to be rewatching that uh, these holidays. Tom Cruise is so boring. Oh, shush. And also the fact that you chose to save him over Hayley Atwood. Because <laughs> I want more Mission Impossible films. I'll oh, never dear. forgive you for that. She, she has gone up on my radar much more than she was before that film, because of that film. So, shout out to her. Um, I do have an honourable mention of Barbie. I know you Righteous. haven't seen it. It was just a lot of fun and so silly in a lot of ways. And not like too much that I've seen before. And it's blowing up at Golden Globes and things like that at the moment. So um, I just had a good time going to see that. I think I saw it with my friend Beck from memory. Um, the songs, the music, numbers. Did you see it multiple times or was it? No, I've only else? seen it once. Okay. Yeah. God, see, I don't know what I've seen more than once. So Barbie is a mention for me. The Covenant this year, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant with Jake Gyllenhaal, um, set in 2018, The War on Terror, um, and his relationship with um, an Afghan Afghanistan translator. I just thought it was really fun action. I know you were – that was the day you moved back in here and you were popping in and out of, like, unboxing things and setting up your room. And you're going, oh, this is really good music. And yeah, the score, the score is killer. insanely cool. And I'm going to be doing that with my year 12s next year. And I've just rewatched it again with Roy just to get that perspective of it. Like, I've got to teach it next year. What what angle do I look at it this time? Um, and I know you haven't seen that yet, but again, I can recommend it. Um, and the other one I had on there was the Marvels. I have, I just enjoyed that. I had so much fun with it. Um, I don't feel there's, this, there's so much Marvel content and then there's not all at the same time or at least there's more shows than there are movies it seems. Um, like we didn't love Secret Invasion this year. Did we Guardians 3 come out this year? Guardians 3 was this year. So that'll that was be good. on your list. That would, yeah. I'd say that was the... I'd say it's an honourable mention for me. Better of the yeah. two I've seen, two movies I saw this year. Yeah. yeah Ant-Man was the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. So the Marvels is... Uh, gets its props for that reason as well um but yes we didn't like secret invasion we just finished watching uh what was the last one loki loki season oh uh, yeah see yeah. i already yes. <laughs> genuinely forgot like, about these that aren't even on our list like this kind of is telling of what we thought of them i'm sure there are people that loved it but 
Um, and now season two of What If is currently airing. So there's lots of things that sucks. Like you can't put it in your best of 2023 because it's only just started airing and you're going to finish it in the new year. So we can mention it um, later on. But yeah, that's why Marvels gets shout out. Don't I just you huff at me, young lady. Wagging your tail at me. Yeah, Ava, she's here again. So yeah, that that's me for my movies. Well done, Jade. Yeah, but you, I've literally you've give, said Scream, Bottoms, Guardians Three, giving you my offerings. That's all I got. Yeah, and I'm not doing any fucking research for this. Gen V was also good because you know what? Well, I'm getting to that. Time is a concept. Yeah, it it's not right. <laughs> okay. I didn't well, know it was I'm Tuesday. I'm going to mention a few. I had to ask you. All yeah, yeah, legitimacy no, yeah. is I, what day is it? Because you said, are you working tomorrow? And yeah. I said, what day You're like, is it? like, what day is today? it? And I kind of get to that point as well in school holidays. Mm-hmm. I don't know what day it is. Like the fact it's a Tuesday is weird. TV it, shows Again, though, feels like a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, TV. Gen V is on my list. You have a list with Gen V? I have Fuck a list yeah. with Gen rock V. And um, the Morning Show season three. With everybody's favorite <sighs> Gala. No, wait, Green Sisters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yellow Jackets season two was this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. First watch for you. Also, if anybody's out there, it's now on Netflix yes, in the old it, Australia. Plug it. Plug it. Only season one, was though. was or is on Prime as Paramount well. Paramount Plus, specifically. Sorry, Paramount? Yep. So, yeah. Did I say Prime? Yeah. Is that a thing? Amazon Prime. Oh, good. <laughs> So we have to go to the Amazon Prime app to get to Paramount Plus. But first season is now on Netflix and it's in the top 10. People can access it. You have to wait a little bit longer for season two because obviously Paramount Plus want you to still be able to go there and get some subscriptions. So that came out. Season three of Ted Lasso, the last season ever. Such a good show. All about optimism and hope. So much fun and comedy. But also you really care about the characters and where they end up and it winds it up nicely. Ted Lasso, another show with cannibalism. Cool. (laughs) And... The Last of Us, season one on, well, HBO Max show though, wasn't it? But we watched it on... Binge, which is HBO Binge. essentially. It's got all so the that was a 2023 release. Wasn't came really? out weekly. So it finished up in 2023. And... I finished up because I was going to say... Something. Absolutely loved it. Last... He's going to IMDb, I swear. Don't worry, us. I listened to a The Hollywood Reporter podcast just last week and they put Last of Us in their top 10 TV shows of yeah, the year. Yeah, fuck. See, because it came out right at the start End. of the year. Oh, start, January. Yep. Yeah. And there are a lot of things coming out in January and they, they're hard to uh, remember when you get all the way to December. That rhymes. Yeah. So would Last of Us be on your list? Do you reckon? Hundred percent. But I thought yeah. again, I thought that was, it was some last, last year. Shit. Time is a construct. I see your dilemma. So that was me. Gen V, Morning Show, Yellow Jackets, Ted Lasso, Last of Us. That's a lot of shows right there. I feel like my lists are short, but I like what I like. I can only base it on what I have seen, and that's me. Is anything else jumping to? To mind before we conclude here today? That again was something I was going to bring up was 2022. (laughs) What was it, by the way? Unbearable weight of massive talent. Ah, with Nicolas Cage. But I must have watched it this year. Yes, that makes sense. And there's, of course, lots of things that we've watched this year that weren't a 2023 release, so we we digress. But they're our lists. Just a little nutshell for you. And we're going to be back in a second to uh, say... Adios. We'll be uh, like, uh, see you later, brothers, sestra.
So my mum just texted me in the interim. This is the exact message. The Batman was shit. Went way too long. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. She just wants to get back to drinking. <laughs> Her hangover stay is not appreciating the film for the same reasons my brother I enjoyed it. One maybe being that we saw it in the cinemas. But yeah, that's my mum's opinion on the Batman. <laughs> Don't let it sway you. Um, but we are at the end of uh, this episode. And you know what I never said in, in the start here? What? Welcome to season 11, episode one of another podcast. Yeah, because I took the reins and I fucking I biffed it. I biffed it hard. <laughs> but it's still in there and I'll, I'll remember for the next step. But uh, It was like on a motorcycle and the, the back just went... And then yep, I slid and then, out. you know, people were like, we should probably help with that, but our lunch just got delivered, so we're going to have that. <laughs> and we're going to be back <clears throat> with episode two to discuss... Some things that we're look, looking forward to watching in 2024, which is only a few days away. So, Episode 2? Of season 11. Fuck. Did I say episode 2 before? No, I said it. I said episode 1 just then. I didn't even realize that we were in season 11. So, yeah, what? Really? So we did it. The last this episode is, we did in November was yeah, season 10. Episode 10. See, this is why at the start I need to say welcome to... <laughs> Stuff that up. I'm sitting here thinking that the next oh. episode talking about 2020, I was saving the energy to be all like, yo, what's up? We're new. We're original. <laughs> oh, is that your excuse now? <laughs> You're like, my no. energy is not as good. No, no, no. I, I mean, as reason. in like, I'm going to come in hot and be all like, okay. yeah, welcome. To, to, oh, you guys, you've got that to look forward to. Because <laughs> it's a new year as well. as I thought it was going to be a new year and a new season. I, I biffed it. Well, it's this half of those things. You, it's a new season. You fucked up. I fuck, oh, you <laughs> fucked up. It's my problem now. You should have had your normal not another podcast. We didn't. We've clarified. We will be back 2024 looking ahead. A lot of... And then some. A lot of next episodes going to be, oh, I forgot that was coming out. So <laughs> let's let's make a deal now that we'll try to re, you know refrain from that. Maybe say that at most three times each. Didn't know. I forgot that was coming out, you know. What say, saying? What? I forgot that it was coming out because we're going to be looking at twenty twenty four releases. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it was the classic Australian saying. Yeah, nah. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, see, I always say we'll see you next step, but you won't. You'll hear us next step. Yes. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Jade and I appreciate it greatly. Yeah. And if you want to send in suggestions <laughs> from what we should have for dinner, <laughs> 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 now nah, I'm making pizza, bro. If you're down. Down. All right. Down sick. to clown. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Signing off for the first time. Yeah. Season 11. Hey, there it is. Here we go. Kip Crew represent. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter tweets by nap wherever you are good morning good afternoon good evening good night <laughs>